It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back during On the Block. Austin Norman and Eric Strickland is with you for another half an hour or so. Um, before we get to the text line, worth pointing out that Husker Volleyball did release its uh, Big Ten opponents today. You don't need to spend much time on this here, Stricky, but the notable home-only matches will be Nebraska getting Minnesota, UCLA, and USC at home. The road-only matches will be against Oregon, Penn State, and Washington. And then Nebraska plays both Iowa and Wisconsin um, at home and on the road along with Illinois. Okay, to the text line we go, 402-464-5685. asks, For a professional team, don't you need all of the entertainment surrounding the venue to make it successful, a.k.a. the bar scene, restaurants, and hotels. Are they planning to create all of this in Nebraska Crossing? So I I must have done a bad job explaining this. What's going to happen is the guy that owns Nebraska Crossing is building a new district, right? He's calling it the Good Life District right now. It would be somewhere in Gretna, around Gretna, 200 acres of a new district, right, that would house potentially Team USA Volleyball, potentially this NHL expansion program, but also, you know, apartments, places to live, an entertainment district with the restaurants, with the hotels, with the shopping and everything like that. And that's really what we're seeing, Strick, now is more a, a shift to, you know, downtown stadiums or or entertainment venues and districts around stadiums. So, yes, that does go a long way. <laughs> And that's all part of the plan for getting Team USA Volleyball and this potential NHL team to Gretna slash Omaha. Yeah, it's part of the preparation plan. Um, It it comes from the model of if you build it, they'll come, Mm. right? And like like you said, it's no different than what the Adelson family is trying to do now with the Dallas Mavericks. They're getting ahead of it. Like now these, these next, what, six years, they, their, their lease at um, a American Airlines Center is up in 2030. But we know what their real plan is. Their real plan is is to have a location and to build uh, gambling facilities all around it with the arena there and hotels and all that stuff. That's the goal. And now the preparation work is going is being done and that they're, they're lobbying, <laughs> doing a mm-hmm. lot of lobbying and trying to get the uh, licensing because realizing and recognizing Texas is realizing and recognizing as well that over a million folks exit and go just across the border to Oklahoma to, to get their gamble in. So mm-hmm. uh, they're just kind of playing with that situation. That's what Nebraska in essence is saying, look, we're going to put together these nice facilities. It's going to be welcoming. It's going to be home. We know the success that they already have here, here, mm-hmm. here's what we can sell. Um, and they're going to look at it as an opportunity to do that. Now, I can assume it's going to be near the the crossing. Mm-hmm. Guess why? Shopping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're going to have all these facilities. You're going to have these little restaurants. You're going to have all these little things and these living facilities. But guess where they need to go? Get some stuff. 
right over there. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's connected, but I'm saying it's gonna be probably walking distance or some form of a connection because yeah, he wants to he wants to liven up that his business model. Shoot, his business model there at the, at the crossing. Right. I mean, you've already got it built up. Why would you build yeah. another one to compete with it, right? Just use the existing infrastructure and build off of it from there. I'm going to use the example of, of Kansas City, right, where they have the, the T-Mobile Center now, formerly the Sprint Center there downtown, versus where they have Arrowhead and Kauffman, you know, outside of downtown. It's a drive away. And both of those stadiums are, are nice enough, right? Kauffman Stadium got the renovation 10, 15 years ago. It's wonderful. I love Kauffman Stadium in its current incarnation. It's great for tailgating. It's great to go to the game. There's just nothing else there. Same for a Chiefs yeah. game, right? One of the best tailgate scenes in the NFL. We've heard Jay talk about that time and time again about all the barbecue he's gotten walking through on, on his way to games as a Bill and a Texan. But I'm also a sucker for downtown Kansas City, right? Having been to games at the T-Mobile Center, hearing the great reviews from the Big 12 tournament when it's held in Kansas City, um, seeing the celebrations that pop off in the Power and Light District when when the Chiefs win, or you know, in my case, when when the Royals won the World Series, I like downtown Kansas City. You know, do I think that the public should be paying even half of a stadium? No, I think these billionaires that want new stadiums should pay the majority of it themselves, right? But if there is going to be public utility out of these, I think it's fair for the public to chip in to some degree. But that's where the the plans and the designs for the new Royal Stadium, probably still Kauffman Stadium, you know, it's the stadium here, hotels around on one side, right? The entertainment on the other side and a walking bridge, a pedestrian bridge over the road to get you back downtown to to the T-Mobile Center into the Power and Light District, right? That's just kind of the way things are moving is more of that downtown encased in entertainment sort of venue because, Drake, we've seen the prices of tickets soar, right? They're exorbitant. It's tough to go to a game now, much tougher than it probably ever has been relative to you know, a percentage of disposable income for people. So people are going to games less, right? Especially in cold weather areas, right? Where there's snow, there's weather to deal with, where there's not necessarily parking around. So if you have more to do, you can turn the stadium and the surrounding area into a place to be 365 days of the year rather than 41 times for an NBA team, 81 times for an MLB team, or, you know, eight or nine times for an NFL team. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you're able to kind of grow the economy, right? Mm -hmm. These venues are set for the economy, the the growth of the overall economy. That's why, you know, whenever the Royal series comes in here, it's very accommodating and, the areas and the people, and it just really boosts the economy. Mm-hmm. And you can tell how much it hurt us when COVID hit, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it, you know, it hurt the actual economy some. So uh, those, those venues and those places could pr- provide a means by which all can share in the growth and the wealth of whatever um, the venue is going to be. And so that's, mm-hmm. that's the way I think they look at it. They look more in a learned long-term situation more so than just, the uh, original outlay of cash that they're going to have to put up for. Right. That's the, the business acumen that you have that, that comes in handy in conversations like these. Um, then Todd on the text line, Strick says, he's not sure how the NBA would work, but what about a G League team coming yeah. to Omaha? Do you think that would be maybe more viable? Yeah, I, I think G League would be more viable. I actually thought 
we pro probably could have landed one of them, either Minnesota or... Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Or, but they, now they've kind of figured they want to keep them a little bit closer mm -hmm. uh, to, to their areas. I uh, thought maybe we could have landed maybe Chicago or even Wisconsin, but mm -hmm. you can understand they're going to, they're going to like to keep those pretty close and that way they can, they can get to them without too much trouble. That's, that's, that's the bad and the downside of not having uh, NBA teams. Now I, I still think we probably could have landed Colorado, you know, the nuggets, but the Nuggets probably have an option to either go down to Albuquerque. I don't know where the Nuggets is at. I, I can't tell you where their G League team is, but Colorado's so big they could put it in Fort Collins or they could put it somewhere else um, and and house it. But that would have been dope to have it, you know, for the Nuggets and stuff like that. So, so teams would be looking at that as well because some of these G League teams are struggling that they literally have to be over subsidized because they just mm -hmm. wherever they place them they don't get like Texas does pretty good. Like mm -hmm. legends, they do pretty good. There's other Rio Grande, do, you know, yeah, Rio Grande, Valerie Houston, they do very good, but there's, mm -hmm. there's some that don't. And that's where I think those G league teams would probably look for an option to get it into a place where they could have some success. Just for some of those options that you're throwing out there, you mentioned um, Minnesota's is in uh, Des Moines, right? The Iowa Wolves play in Des Moines. That's a little bit closer. Uh, the Nuggets team is the Grand Rapids gold. So in Grand Rapids, Colorado, um, Oklahoma City's G League team shares an arena with the Thunder, right? So as part of the Thunder's arena, uh, maybe the G League, I don't know if they play on the same floor, just a different part of the arena that's attached. But that's where, Strick, I look at, again, the, the major to minor league kind of model. If the NBA were ever to come to Kansas City, which, again, we agree is way down the list, Omaha, I think, would be a perfect feeder, right? Because you have the Omaha Storm Chasers and the Kansas City Royals. Give the Kansas City you know, Kings back, whatever, to Kansas City basketball, throw the, the G League team up in Omaha, right? I mean, could you put it in St. Louis? Yeah, you could. I think that would be a competitor. Um, yeah, I think that'd be maybe more likely than Omaha, but you already have an example of an Omaha to Kansas City pipeline. So that, to me, is maybe Omaha's best shot at an NBA G League team. Well, let me tell you who's smart, right? You. Um, Tricky I smart. <laughs> no. When I when I played in the uh, CBA at the time, I, I I played in Oklahoma City for a short period of time, and then also uh, in Moline. It was um, it was called Quad Cities, and and uh, uh, I spent time there. Now, listen, one of the best one of the best CBA locations at that time was a place called Sioux Falls. Mm -hmm. Sioux Falls Sky Force, they, they the still heat exist, affiliate. and they they are the heat affiliate. How? 
because they're smart, mm-hmm. right? The Heat said this, like they packed that stadium. Like, mm-hmm. The Pentagon. Football, they 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 mm-hmm. put them, they put heads in there, right? Mm-hmm. Now the awesome thing about it is the Heat get it. They're 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 even though they're so far, they figured it out. Like this is a great place for our 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 young men to thrive. Why? It keeps them focused. They're not in a, you know, a place where, you know, I mean, there's stuff to do in Sioux Falls. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying away from Miami. It's right. not in Florida. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not it's saying It's the Utah of the G League. <laughs> yeah. For your G League team, you know, you don't want to put them in Orlando or something like that. You want to keep them focused on the tags. On hoop. So, mm-hmm. yeah. You feel me? So, that's why I think that's smart. But also, it's not losing a whole bunch of money. Mm-hmm. That's where I think some of these teams would need to. Now, I understand. I think Detroit has theirs in Grand Rapids. And that's that's because there was an old CBA team there. I I, I can't say for sure, but I think there is a team there in Grand Rapids as well. But I, I could be wrong. Uh, the Motor City Crews moved back to Detroit. So Grand Rapids okay. is with Denver. Uh, okay, Grand Rapids is Denver, yeah. mm-hmm. which I think is crazy. But I understand because... It was a former. They've been there before. They, mm-hmm. you know, they know and they they loved it. That was another great play. Matter of fact, Grand Rapids is where was where I made it back. That was a mm. game I had where I came back to the league. I went nuts in Grand Rapids. It was a good good little little turnout. Uh, but yeah, man, I think there's teams out there like New Orleans, for example. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? You know, in Omaha. Sure. I mean, it, it would be a good pitch, but I think we need to look in that arena to figure out, you know, what we could do with the basketball side of things. I think we, mm-hmm. we, we can afford a good G League team. I think you're onto something there. One other thing on the text line before we throw it to break and cross it over here. Uh, Disc Golf Jake, I'm going to agree with half of your text and and not and disagree with the, the second half. He says, Nebraska football is a great example of an economy booster. Yes. The number of businesses that depend on Husker football, you know, bringing traffic to Lincoln is stupendous. Stricky, you mentioned the the effects COVID had on obviously every economy, but especially, you know, downtown Lincoln and Haymarket districts within walking distance of Memorial Stadium, just how big a hit they suffered when Husker football didn't allow fans in for the home games. Here's where I disagree with, with Disc Golf Jake, though. He says... You should move volleyball to PBA. Imagine that for the Haymarket District. Here's the thing. I get where your thought is coming from. Could Husker Volleyball sell out PBA all the time? Maybe. Probably. Probably. But there's no need for that, right? Husker Volleyball is self-sufficient. It's self-supporting, right? It's it's operating with a surplus. Unlike pretty much any other women's athletic program in the country. Not Iowa women's basketball. Not UConn women's basketball. Not Stanford-Penn State volleyball, right? Nebraska volleyball stands alone in being self-sufficient. So, yeah, I'm sure the businesses would love it if Husker volleyball was there. Maybe they could play in PBA a match or two, right? Bring Wisconsin to PBA, sell tickets, something like that. But it's cheaper to operate the Devaney Center. You know, it has to be, right? Just in terms of personnel and the portion of the facility being used compared to what would be used at PBA. So, yeah, it would be a bigger probable, probable economic boost for the Haymarket, but in terms of the actual Nebraska Athletic Department operating budget, it number one makes no sense to add that big a cost to go to PBA from Devaney after you've just remodeled it for the Devaney Center. And B, Shrick, you can talk to the studio with your business acumen. Demand is so important, right? When you have a lower supply, 
It drives demand. People want to be at Husker Volleyball Games. They will pay more money to be at Husker Volleyball Games, to be one of the 8,000 people in the stands. And that's an important concept when you have a team that's as good as Nebraska Volleyball is. Well, uh, <laughs> well said. <laughs> so, that's what we got. He's Strick. I'm Austin. We will throw it to break. When we get back, we'll have Jay Foreman in here for the crossover. Send you on your way to old school. Back in a sec. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.